Welcome, sports fans, to the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank, with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, ladies and gentlemen, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, it is Matt Mosley. The Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Happy Draft Day. Boy, I tell you, there's so many things you could be doing tonight. Maybe you went by, got some sandwiches from Schmaltz's. I need some good draft trivia. Aaron Sexton, if you come across some, I usually can put something together on the fly, but if you come across something today in your in your research, we'll, we'll need to use that. Schmaltz's trivia question of the week will occur in today's program. You'll have to listen to the whole show to know exactly when it will happen. No, I'll narrow it down. I think I'm going to do it during... Hmm, I think I'll do it in the 5 o'clock hour today. All right, we'll do that. Actually, we got all kinds of guests today lined up. Maybe to start the 5 o'clock hour, I'll do it. And we'll have some fun with it. The Schmaltz's trivia question of the day. And then, of course, uh, Hellberg Barbecue. One of the great barbecue places in the state of Texas on all the lists. Has made all the lists. Talked to Philip Hellberg this morning. And they, they, man, he's been out there making all sorts of improvements to the place, doing some incredible things, and uh, everybody's responded as you knew they would, and they've just had a big crush lately. Their barbecue is just that good. And so appreciate uh, the Hel- Helberg family, and they will continue on with us. Aaron, we should, uh, we should come up with like a sounder that we, we hit like when – one of our great sponsors renews or makes that decision. We should just kind of like hit a button or something. But I'm excited, and I'm also excited soon. Stephanie will be with us in the next few minutes, and uh, we'll hear from uh, a word from Stephanie as we get ready for Stephanie's Sports Corner, of course. Got to see her in person yesterday at the uh, Baylor Club. And glad everybody is okay I need to look, Aaron, and make sure. I had, I, I uh, usually wake up, and one of the first things I do is is uh, check out the Waco Trib. I just want to make sure everybody was good and safe from last night's events. We were. It was coming in. We were kind of hiding out down below the Baylor Club in the kind of the Founders Suite area, but in some tunnels underneath McLean Stadium. So felt pretty. We felt pretty good about things, um, and it was getting scary. And I shout out to uh, Ward and I, and then one of our buddies from the uh, Baylor Club just kind of hung out with us. It, he he basically had the attitude: "I am not going downstairs uh, without you guys. Not leaving anyone up there." Aaron, he may have been concerned we might go hit the 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 bar if we were just left to our own devices. <laughs> No, I think he was just truly worried. You know, he was just wanted to, worried about our, our well-being. So, anyway, um, you know, it looked like everything kind of black. My my drive home last night, pretty scary. I mean, there were some uh, 
major. We were watching the hell come down at McLean Stadium on the field. It was big. There was uh, it was bigger than uh, golf ball size uh, hell. So we were we were following all that action last night, and uh, glad everybody. Stephanie was kind enough. Uh, she and Scott have a uh, palatial digs there in town, and had said I could. Uh, I mean, it, it just, all people were just offering me some great situations there. So I pre, I'm very appreciative of that. But it looks like that uh, Waco kind of steered clear of. Uh, but man, that was that was some scary stuff that was going on all around McLennan County and then kind of outside of McLennan County and then watching some of those clouds start to form. And uh, as the headline says on the Waco Trib, I was just opening up my subscription here, the system brought with it high winds, rain, and hell, some of which was exceptionally large. So I'm looking at this massive baseball-sized hell. Whoa, whoa, who got that out there? Two five four six six two sixteen sixty. Text me if you got some of that baseball. I saw the stuff hitting out at McLean Stadium. I would call that a little bit bigger than golf ball sized hell. But man, that baseball sized hell—that's okay. That's rough. So, I did hear from one of our fine sponsors, uh, Richard Carr and his group, Richard Carr Motors, Richard Carr Cadillac. Um, they did not get hit with a hell on that lot. And I got to check in with my buddy Ted Teague out there at Allen Samuels, of course, and find out. And, of course, the, the fine sponsor of, uh, of our 440 segment, Jim Turner Chevrolet. we got to make sure McGregor didn't get hit too aggressively out there with the hell. Sound off, though, out there. I love hearing from our texters. Um, and kind of give me what you received at your house because it was different all across McLennan County, uh, 254 662 1660 is the uh, CNC Collision Center text line. We got an unbelievable show planned for you today. And man, some of the guests, we got people from the Houston Texans. We got JJ Joe. We got our old friend Q. And then now we have somebody who used to do a radio show with none other than the man they called your boy Q. And, um, Aaron, let's hear from her. It's time for Stephanie from Sales to Talk Sports. Brought to you by Advanced House Leveling, Myatt Fuels, SoCal Speed Shop, Uncle Worm Smokehouse, Mission Golf Cars, and Epperson Tractors. Stephanie, that was so weird yesterday because <laughs> I was filling in for John, and I kept thinking, wait, am I, why? I've forgotten about Steph. I mean, it was just bad. I know, you know, I've gotten in a good rhythm, but then when I did that three o'clock hour yesterday, it really threw me off because I messed like, you up. You're thinking, oh I bet. my gosh, yeah, we don't. What what are we doing? Well, Stephanie's <laughs> yeah. here, and I didn't have her on. What's happened? But it all worked out, and we had you on at four o'clock yesterday, getting ready for the NFL draft. You kind of went over some of the picks yep. in that first round, and of course, we have uh, we have uh, ad nauseum. Uh, kind of covered the the uh, some of the great uh, acts that'll be uh, taking place, and then you'll you'll like this, Stephanie. Our next guest at four twenty will be in Kansas City, so I'm going to ask uh, my buddy Drew Doherty, like, hey, Drew, give me a you know, give me the vibe. What's the city mm-hmm. like? What's the so all these things, Stephanie, that you prepared for and prepared all our listeners for. 
will go to Kansas City for some uh, some draft day atmosphere and that kind of thing. But I am, you know, extremely curious on such a momentous day what uh, what you have for us today in Stephanie's Sports Corner. Well, I am first off looking forward to 7 o'clock coming so I can just be glued to the tube watching, cheering on players, you know. some Those players' lives are about to change tonight, so I get real excited about that. Mm. But I'm going a total different direction. I am not talking about the NFL today. But let me tell you, there are some people out there that just aren't football enthusiasts like me. But, so, this is going on right now over in Darwin, Australia. It is called the Beer Can Regatta. It goes all weekend long. And what they do is they take beer cans, aluminum cans, um, some even, (laughs) Aaron's laughing over here, (laughs) some Pepsi, whatever they drink over there in Australia, and they make boats. Like canoes or, you know, you could have three people on a canoe that they made out of these beer cans or it could be like 10 people and thousands and thousands, like 20,000 people will come out for this and they race. They start on a beach and it's called Mental Beach in Australia and they go out like two or three miles and they paddle. Now, the great thing is it's. People say, is that a sport? Is it an event? It's a competition. And they raise money to give back to the community uh, for children in need, for families in need. So it started in 1974, and it kind of has taken off in other parts of the United States, like at different festivals, different beaches. And I think it's kind of fun, actually. But, I mean, they got to drink a lot of beer, I guess, to make a boat. So they probably drink all year, (laughs) save their beer cans and their Pepsi cans, I'm thinking. I would worry. Now, again, this is the beer can regatta you're talking about. And you keep mentioning Pepsi, which is not a uh, beer. I think there's (laughs) there's probably a Bud Light joke to be made here. (laughs) I'm not going to go there. (laughs) don't need to get into that. Um, But now... That is interesting because Uh, if these people are drinking while doing this, I would have a hard time thinking (laughs) this would be a seaworthy vessel that they, that, I mean, because you have to solder off some of the aluminum and there's some things you would have to do. I don't think you can make a mast um, out of the beer cans. I mean, that would have to be a normal sailboat thing, I would think. But boy, this that that is an interesting pursuit. And, I looked at listen. I looked at uh, some photos of it, and some of these uh, teams have, I guess, like metal gates. You know that you would see that you would open up, like are like the platform to start, and then they build. Uh, I guess the platform where they would sit on, and then they uh, build the cans underneath it for it to float. So it, it's kind of. Kind of a cool thing, actually. But, yeah, it's a thing over there. And uh, if you want to go next year, you could register at uh, beercanregatta.org, and we could just, you know, build our own little vessel, and ESPN Central Texas can just take it over there. What do you think, Aaron? Write that down, Matt, beercanregatta.org. Yeah, we can just, you know, we can just put it in our budget and go next year. (laughs) Yeah. I, I'm sure that that uh, you never you seen, know. Have you seen our budget? Yes. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, uh, I'm trying to get that increased, so you never know. Although our uh, 
our our uh, the owner of our our, our fine uh, uh, family of stations is a boat guy. I At know. At one point, he had kind of a he was a deep sea fisherman type who had a I don't I don't know if you call it a yacht, some kind of deep sea fisher, you know, some kind of it vessel. Looks like, it looks like a yacht that you could put out there, and uh, and there are people in the in our listening audience that do have they like to do the deep sea fishing. In fact, I think one of our uh, places that produces a lot of seafood. Uh, in in a seafood restaurant, he has a boat in the Gulf. Uh, I'm thinking about one of our local uh, uh, kind of fried shrimp and oyster type places that's out in Robinson. Uh, so all of this comes to mind. I find this very interesting. The beer can regatta, regatta. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this is something that uh, we will look into. <laughs> and uh, I think it would I, be I kind of fun. we could do it at I, Lake Waco, or we could you know we could just. Do it on the you know, on the river. Maybe we can get know, the kayak you, team from Baylor to help us. <laughs> yeah, I don't think Baylor wants anybody getting involved in a beer regatta situation. Well, I, no, I but we could like. do Pepsi cans or Coke cans. You know, that's true. Say. You keep bringing up Pepsi. I feel like you—that's one of your new sponsors or something you're working on. I, uh, <laughs> I, I, I would do. I would say the. Uh, I would say maybe. You would do the you could do the Bud Light thing, but the boat would be leaning so far to the left. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's a good one, Matt. Okay. I got it. I Hope it's going up. Aaron's just little... over there smiling. Aaron's like, okay. <laughs> there you go. There we go. You're good tell delayed. Us to go. A little delayed, but anyways. Uh Okay. But yeah, there you go. So um I am going to be heading out the door and get ready for the draft, and I hear you're going to have my buddy, your boy Q1. Please tell him hello. And uh, I wonder if he's out in Kansas City. Yeah, we'll find that out. Yeah. We'll uh, we'll certainly find that out from Q. Um, Q is a man, and and of course, he one of his mentors at the station. Boy, they loved they loved going on trips, mm-hmm. and uh, and and I mean, they would get to that draft on an annual basis. So. I would not be shocked if Q, he was at the combine. <laughs> combine. Yeah, that's right. And so I would not be shocked if, if he's at uh, in Kansas City. So people that listen to Q from 12 to 3 and wherever else he's been on the station over the years, uh, that'll be fun. Catch up with him at about 5.05 today. We'll hear from Q, the former co-host of mm-hmm. Stephanie from Sells. <laughs> Stephanie, that is... Uh, that's good. There used okay. to be a famous uh, character from Cells uh, on the WBAP, and it was Sam from Cells. So and it was very, yeah, very, very famous radio character <laughs> uh, in the Metroplex. So Stephanie from Cells, <laughs> there, there is some, there is some uh, precedent for this. All right, <laughs> Stephanie, you. great to see you. Great to see Scott, the whole gang last night. Yes, Glad sir. we all survived the weather. We'll talk to you soon. All right, and y'all that have a good is, one. Yeah, we plan to. That is Stephanie's Sports Corner. Next, we go to Kansas City, the site of the draft. And someone who covers the Texans on a daily basis, the team that picks second and that picks 12th, joins us next. Listen to ESPN Central Texas online at CentexSportsFan.com. 
When it's more than just your lawn, it deserves the Kubota Z400. Get a head-turning offer on class-leading speed, agility, simple deck height adjustments, and a quality cut. When you need comfort and performance, then you need the professional-grade Kubota Z400. Right now, get the Kubota Z400 mower for zero down, 0% APR for 48 months, or save $300. Now through June 30th. See us or go to KubotaUSA.com for full disclaimer. WC Tractor, now with six convenient locations to serve you. Find us at WCTractor.com. Hopkins Oil Company is proud of the students, faculty, staff, and administration of Crawford Independent School District and wishes the Pirates and Lady Pirates all the best on the field, court, or diamond. Established in 1962, Hopkins Oil Company of Crawford is the oldest running wholesale fuel and lubricant distributor in Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Jeff and Molly Bays and open 24-7, Hopkins Oil Company has a proud tradition of quality products and outstanding customer service. If you'd like to learn more about Hopkins Oil Company, call Brad Cox at 254-486-0123. Pascal Insurance and Real Estate is a full-service, independent insurance agency and real estate company. They write all policies from commercial to auto and home. Pascal Insurance represents multiple companies, including Safeco, Travelers, Allstate, Progressive, Nationwide, and Hoheim Prairie. The real estate experts specialize in residential, commercial, and farm and ranch properties. Stop by and check them out at 401 Madison and McGregor or learn more at psrealtors.com. Listen to the Matt Mosley Show online at SyntechSportsFan.com. When shopping for a home mortgage, Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas is ready to bring you home. Offering conventional VA, FHA, and USDA loan products for purchase and refinance transactions. Our team is committed to providing a first-class experience and united by the Benchmark core values. Success, relationship, dynamic, excellence, and positive attitude. We provide certainty in uncertain times. Benchmark Mortgage, Waco, Central Texas. Locally owned and operated by Adam Goldenberg. NMLS number 7464. With 20 years experience, visit adamgoldenberg.benchmark.us. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Ghost bar light, bar bright, first bar that I see tonight. Johnny Steaks and Barbecue in Salado proudly present Charlie Robinson in concert on the Performance Food Service Stage, May 13th. I'll see you around, around my your tickets for Charlie Robinson online at johnnysteaksandbbq.com. $30 general admission, reserve seating, and table seating options are also available. Don't miss Charlie Robinson in concert at Johnny Steaks and Barbecue in Salado, Saturday, May 13th. It's New Year's Day here on the border, and it's always been this way. I never do the things I order. It is the uh, Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. 
and joined by Houston Texans TV host, and I've known him for many, many years, Drew Darty. In fact, I used to know him by a different name, but uh, boy, I, Drew, this is uh, this is really uh, a fun to get to catch up with you, especially being a guy from the Texans that they basically kind of control the early part of this draft. Now, uh, what kind of situation do you have there in Kansas City? I know you're on the ground. Are you going to be – do they have a nice little media area for you? Will you wade out into that massive crowd that I'm sure is gathering? And, by the way, the weather never cooperates with me in Kansas City. What, what kind of weather are we looking at there? Well, Matt, it's uh, – first of all, it's great to be with you again. And for those of you listening, Matt used to call me Switchblade in another life. But the weather here today is much better than it was the last time I was here. That was January of 2020, and the Texans went up 24 nothing, and nothing good has happened for this franchise since. But I say that. I should say actually something great has happened. We had D'Amico Ryan, so he's the head coach now, and, and everyone's really excited about that. But, yeah, it's a good setup here. They've got, you know, the NFL takes care of uh, the media, and no, I'm not out in that mass of humanity, but I'm looking at it through a skyway window, and um, it's going to be fun. We're Texans are pick, picking two guys, two and twelve, we think. But knowing Nick Casario, he's made six draft weekend trades in his time as a GM for the Texans, so I imagine that's going to happen again, maybe as soon as tonight. So we shall see. Have you been watching my buddy Ed Werder's uh, Twitter? I mean, has he? He's yeah. very active. He retweets everything. I mean, he uh-huh. has some stuff to share because I do think he's been talking to the head coach and maybe even had access mm-hmm. to the GM. But has he said anything of note yet? I mean, the man the man tweets more than, like, <laughs> kids Snapchat. I mean, it's an unbelievable <laughs> amount of, of, of stuff that he gets involved with. I say that lovingly because he is my sure. my podcast uh, co-host, and, and, and you've known Ed for years, and, and he's a good friend. But – um, have you seen anything out there today that that kind of gets you thinking like, hmm, that does seem interesting to me um, as far as the Texans? I mean, it really does seem like they're keeping their options open. But And I think on yeah. some mocks that you were referencing, I think that first, that number two pick overall, the um, you ha- it was Will Anderson who was yeah, going was the, to. The majority, yeah. 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 The majority of experts. You know, and it's but it's still not an overwhelming choice. I mean, I the, I do you know one of them about every two weeks once the season finishes. And I mean, two times ago, Bryce Young was on eighty percent of the mock draft. I mean, he was mocked to Houston by eighty percent of the experts, and then everything flipped. But to get to your original point, you know, with Casario, the book I think is still open on him. Do we really know exactly what he likes and what he's after as a GM? And I think because of all the options and the flexibility of having two picks, but having the struggles that you've had at quarterback for the last few years, it's such a, a weird position to be in draft wise. So I, yes, I've noticed all these things today, not just from Ed, but from everybody And my head is swimming, but ultimately I just think he's, I think he's just going to, I mean, I, I, I'd be surprised if they took a quarterback at second, if it wasn't CJ Stroud and, I think it'd be Will Anderson. It just that makes too much sense to me because he seems like the safest pick. Like he's going to be a really productive guy for a long, long time. And I was talking with Daniel Jeremiah yesterday at, at that event, and he was saying 
you know, he talks to people at Alabama, and they liken Anderson as far as being a leader but being an impact player to guys like Minka Fitzpatrick and Julio Jones and the others like that that have come through over the last 15 years. So that just seems like too logical a choice to me if it's not Bryce Young falling to two for some reason. Alabama has never had the number one overall pick. That's stunning. Talking to Drew, That's stunning. Yeah, talking to Drew Daugherty, by the way, Houston Texans TV. The man, he's been in TV for many, many years and uh, dabbled in radio, does a little podcasting. By the way, I saw Indy Kalu doing yeah. some kind of podcast, and it really took me back to my days at ESPN.com, and there he was. He was still playing and running yep. into him there, the Rice legend that he was yes. and that he uh-huh. was playing right down the street. So it's kind of fun to see that he's doing some uh, some broadcasting. And I think, what, does, does he have a son that plays college football, Baylor. perhaps? Yeah, he's going to Baylor. Yeah, he, wow. his son's starting Baylor uh, in, I think, like a week or two. Um, wow. He's finishing, yeah, he's graduating early. It's going to be uh, – he said he, he's bigger than ND is. So, yeah, he's, he's got a bright future, it sounds like. But, yeah, we were just – ND's back in the building doing some stuff, and good to have him, you know, in the fold with us. So, that's been fun. And you reeled off all of my uh, list of things that I, I've done and I do. Don't forget to add head coach of a 7- and 8-year-old coach pitch baseball team. I also do that. I'm head coach of the Bees back here in Houston, so – we're rolling right now. Yeah, they say the coaches have been having struggling with their command, much like the Rangers <laughs> with Leclerc recently. Say so they said there's some coaches that they would like We're seven to. Seven zero, baby. There's no. Is that right? At all, man. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, uh, the bees, the killer yeah. bees. I like that, mm-hmm. man. That's a good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's got some. That's got some Houston ties to it. Um, no doubt. What do, you, do, do the Texans? Have you been able to determine? How much of this S2, all this stuff that's been attached to C.J. Stroud, Cowboys came right out and said, yeah, we love S2. We've had them on mm-hmm. campus, you know, even before all this. They were doing right. research or we were working with S2. Um, have you gotten a sense of how much of a role that may have played in sort of the Texans' studies and, 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 and scouting of this player? Yeah, tremendous question. Uh, Nick Casario talked about how they don't subscribe to that service. They haven't used that service. Didn't dismiss it or anything. He just said that's not something that we actually subscribe to and use. They have their own, you know, analytics department that is it's grown quite a bit from the time I started back in 2009, and it really it's been ramped up over the last three four years, and, and they've added more bodies and more minds in there. So I'm sure that they know enough about it, and it's something. It's part of the information that they gather and they, they take a check mark on, but I don't know how much weight they put in it or how much stock they, they put in it. Could be a lot. I don't know if it's more than just a little bit, though. And I've, I don't mean to hedge bets, but he said we don't use it, we don't subscribe to it. So not every team in the NFL does. Many do, but the Texans are not one of them. What does that fan base do if they don't take a quarterback – at two or twelve, I mean, I, there's a receiver that popped up on one of your uh, the experts mm-hmm. you were kind of quoting. The uh, yeah. he's at, from the Dallas Fort Worth area. He's from uh, yeah. Rockwall, from Ohio State. Yeah, he's he's Smith and Jigba, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, and Jigba's a great, great player. But again, yeah. that's not gonna the fan base. I, I mean, you know that fan base. You hear from them yeah. constantly. You deal with these with these folks. I mean, are they gonna? Yeah. 
are they going to be okay, or would you think there would be a major, some major blowback to Casario if they don't land a quarterback early? It'll be the same as it would for the Cowboys. I mean, they there's going to be sections that will hate no matter who they pick. There will be sections of the fan base that will say, in Nick we trust, and that's what he thinks. Let's roll with it. And then there's going to be casual people who are probably like, yeah, wake me up when the Texans do have a, a quarterback that we know about is successful, et cetera, et cetera. So basically, yeah, there's going to be – there will be blowback if, if they were not to take a quarterback. But even if they do take one, there will be many who will say, well, why didn't you take the other guy? Or why didn't you take this guy? Or this – you know, if it's uh, – if it is Stroud, well, there's folks out there that are like, well, why didn't you take Richardson? He's got such a, a higher upside. Or why didn't you take you know, Hendon Hooker? He was going to be awesome until the knee thing. So, yeah, I mean, there's going to be some, some folks will be angry, but that's, you know, that's every single year, every single team and fan base. You know, you're almost never going to be unanimous about something. There were a few people who booed the J.J. Watt selection. It wasn't a chorus of boos. It was just like a sprinkling. But there were folks <laughs> who didn't know anything about J.J. Watt, and they booed him, and he's turned out to be, you know, along with Andre Johnson, the greatest player in franchise history. What number did they take J.J. Watt? He was 11, and – one of the things I've told people is this. Texans that season, they were 5-10 and 10 going into the final week at a home game against the Jags. Jags win at Energy Stadium. Jags go to the playoffs. Well, the Texans beat them. And so instead of going uh, and picking at 6th overall, it dropped them down to 11. Now, had they picked at 6th, they probably would have taken Alden Smith. You know, Wade Phillips, GM Rick Smith, they really, really wanted Von Miller most of all. But he was gone. He was an outside linebacker. He was taken second overall. But after that, the next kind of best-rated outside linebacker was Alden Smith. Well, they took J.J. Watt because Alden Smith had been taken. So I think it all worked out in the end. I think the football gods smiled on the, the Texans for, for winning that game. And maybe I'm being Pollyanna-ish, but hopefully the same sort of event, same sort of circumstances arise from this situation that they did in 2011-2010. Sometime around then, the Cowboys took Tyron Smith. And obviously and he's going to pick. I mean, yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, it's, it's interesting because I called that shot two months before. Yeah. And, and, and I guess the Cowboys knew that that had happened. And someone inside that building talked me out of that pick like the day of the draft or the night before the draft. So it's like Man. I was the first one to, to come to the Tyron Smith, but I also backed off of it. So it didn't oh, quite no. count. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That ha- that did happen. Uh, back in the day, and uh, have you ever thought doing TV like this Pat McAfee where maybe you go with some sleeveless shirts and that type of thing? Um, Drew, that doesn't totally sound like you. I mean, you, you kind of love that. You like that pullover, that three-quarter zip. Is that really the way you roll most of the time? Without the sleeves, is that what you're asking? I'm saying if you ever – I'm just giving you some options here. I know you're oh. a – you're a you're a three quarter zip. I'm saying usually pretty buttoned oh, down. Yeah. But I just yeah, happen I mean, to I be watching. Do, I don't. Yeah, Pat McAfee right now on my screen, yeah, and I, <laughs> I don't want to go sleeveless and kind of embarrass you know the other men out there in the world that are that get jealous and feel uh, feel less about themselves seeing my you know ripped biceps and triceps. So I, yeah, I kind of cover up just to not shame everybody, you know. Yeah, you used to hide those things on uh, TXCN, <laughs> that uh, network we used to Rest be on peace. back in the day. <laughs> uh, yeah. Those are fun good... times. You used to come on. You'd come on like once a week there. Yeah. You'd talk for about 20 minutes. We'd talk Cowboy. It was 
that was a great, great time. It was a fun product and yes. didn't have the business backing behind it that it should have. Cause I, I had a lot of great times at, at that place and I think yeah. we did some fun work and you were definitely a big part of that. And that was, I, that was cool, man. I really, I may, that. I may fire that thing back up. I don't know. I may, I may start that up uh, again. And get okay. I want in, I want in, I can help. Yeah. All right, I'll I'll get some investors together now. Uh, and, and Drew Doherty on with us, uh, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. D'Amico Ryan's was another guy when I went to cover the Texans one of those summers or whatever. There he was. I mean, he was a big time leader yeah. for the team. All of that. Interesting to see him in this position as head coach now. Just in the short time that he's been there, um, are you already seeing? Some changes, some culture stuff. I mean, obviously Nick's kind of been doing his thing, but D'Amico, how big of an impact uh, has it been already? And 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 as we get into the uh, off season and the camps and everything, uh, how 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 big of an impact has he already made? Massive. I mean, he's he's going to run his defense and his offense, which you know derives from that Kubiak Shanahan tree that was very successful back in Houston, you know, when he was a player here. And then he's kind of stayed with it in San Francisco and seen it flourish there. So he's brought in those guys that have that same sort of mindset, and it's really exciting. And, you know, on a personal level, I've loved it too because my first three years with the Texans, he was a Houston Texan. He's clearly the leader of all leaders. And that includes quarterbacks. I mean, just an outstanding guy outstanding leader and he backed it up on the field you know when they drafted him in in 20 2006 he came in and was instantly the guy that took over that defense and mario williams was the first overall pick so it didn't really matter to miko and i had seen him and covered him when texas tech played uh, alabama in that cotton bowl in 06 and you know he made a big impression on me then uh, both in the the week leading up to it and then in the game he had a sack and a half and Looked like he'd been shot out of a cannon. So, yeah, the the culture around the around the facility is certainly different, and it's energized the fan base uh, in lo- to a large degree. So they're they're really excited about who they got as as head coach, based not just on that history that I just mentioned, but hey, you take all that out and you look. Well, this guy, his defense with the Niners last year, fewest points per game and fewest yards per game. That alone, that's a win too. So. Yeah, folks are pumped in and outside yeah. the building about the Miko. All right, give me your pick. Go ahead and tell me at number two <laughs> and then number 12. We won't make you do number, what is it, 33? I mean, the uh, right. the, the Texans are very, very much in control early. Uh, who, do you have, who do you have at two and 12? You know, I think, and I'll, I'm going to defer obviously to them and, and I'll trust in them, but if, if it's me, I, I would guess it's going to be Will Anderson at two. And I kind of think they could get squirrely and move move around a little bit. But I think they're going to take – I could see the Tennessee quarterback, Hendon Hooker, being the guy. Wow. Just based off of, you know, what I'm kind of gathering in the winds and the tea leaves. But don't hold me yeah. to that. It, it, it could be something totally different. Ooh. If it is, I'm cool with it. But that's kind of what I – I just think he's well, – Anderson's the best player overall in the draft, and you got to roll with that if that's available to you. All right, you're in the building, so I kind of like this. I like the uh, I like what you're where you're leading us with this. Give us real quick. <laughs> what is Kansas City? What's the? Uh, I mean, have they done a really nice job? Does it? Is it just? I mean, is is the signage huge? 
around town, the Power and Light District, as you've kind of made your way around yeah. today a little bit preparing for this, what is the the building sense of excitement? And as you look out at the uh, down upon the commoners, what um, what what are they? What's it look? Are they already gathering? Is a crowd? Uh, yeah. What time oh, yeah. is it right now? Okay, so it's already a pretty huge crowd. Yeah, huge crowd. And you, I'm sure you've stayed kind of near this. It's that World yes. War One Memorial. It's that slope, which is a perfect setup. Uh, because right next, that's where all the teams typically stay. That's where the Texans stay when they play the Chiefs. So they've done a great job. Think about what they're going through this offseason or this, this calendar year. They saw their home team win it all in the Super Bowl. So they're, they're pumped and riding that wave. And then, oh, yeah, they've got the draft. And so it's a sea of red, more so than you'd normally see. Like last year, there was Raiders stuff in Vegas, but – not like this, not like all, not the red that you're seeing here. And when I was in Chicago for those drafts, yeah, you saw bear stuff, but not to the degree you're seeing the chief stuff here. So it is, it's awesome. I think the closest you'd get to this would be, at least the ones I've been to would be Philadelphia in 2017. There are a lot of Eagles fans out, you know, a moss uh, right by that, that art museum. But um, yeah, this is, this is a pretty cool setup and they're doing a great job. They're hitting it out of the park for sure. That might've been when Drew Pearson made his uh loud proclamation right in front of yeah. all those eagles fans yeah up there that was great. these are some yeah yeah well try the burnt ends that's kind of their uh-huh. delicacy there and uh yeah. and I, you like those burnt ends is that uh i mean obviously you're a guy that spent some time um in the state of texas for well many uh-huh. many years went to college in the dallas fort worth area uh the burnt ends do it for you hey man i'm a houstonian i'm a proud texan I love my barbecue the best, but I can also appreciate other things in life. And it was it was delicious. It was good. The burnt ends were great. But if I had to choose, I'm still going to take Texas barbecue. But, yeah, they were delicious, the place we went yesterday, a place called Slaps in Kansas City, Kansas. So, yeah, I'm a fan of it, ooh, but I'll still, I'll still roll with the Texas stuff, you know. Slaps. I like that. Yeah. Keep uh, next time good. through Wake – next time you come through Waco, Hellberg – Hellberg Barbecue, okay. one of our fine sponsors, and also one that Daniel yeah. Vaughn from uh, Texas Monthly has on his list. Okay, that's uh, yeah, that's got to be good then. Yeah, that must be good. really, really big time stuff. All right, uh, Drew, this will be fun. We'll we'll look to, uh, and I'm going to kind of be surfing around the site tonight to see if you do any videos or anything like that. All right, so uh, don't let John McClain on there. All right, he's out selling <laughs> furniture and, and doing all kinds of stuff. Mattress for mattressmac.com. So, uh, but uh, have a great time there. Fun having you on. Hey, I had a great time talking with you, man. I miss you. And uh, congrats on all your successes. And let's do this again sometime soon, bro. You bet. There he goes. Um, Drew Darty um, and uh, checking in works there with that Texans TV, Houston Texans TV. Uh, as part of the uh, Texans family, but has done a nice job for a long time and is really good on TV, man. Uh, so, But he loves that organization. He, for whatever reason, he is a Texans fan, and those are hard to come by. <laughs> is that true, Aaron? Do we have Texans fans in the uh, – I bet we do. I bet in Central Texas, it's certainly far distant to Cowboys fans. But Aaron has been shopping around his fandom – after being very upset with the Cowboys. But then something happened with the Cowboys in this offseason that's kind of had Aaron coming back around, thinking about getting together with his old team. But we'll see who the Texans take tonight because I could see Aaron 
what Aaron probably already has like a CJ Stroud jersey or something that he's going to pull out this evening. It would not shock <laughs> me um, to see Aaron support somebody the Texans take. But the Texans taking uh, picks at two, uh, second overall and twelfth overall. All right, campus confidential is next. Baylor Big Twelve softball this weekend. On 101.3 FM. Baylor softball on the road in Big 12 play this weekend. Headed to Ames to play Iowa State. Games Friday at 4, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at noon. All on 101.3 FM. Join Dan Ingham for Baylor Big 12 softball. Every game on 101.3 FM. Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine is not just a food truck anymore. They now have a restaurant in the Old Red Barn in Bosqueville. Enjoy their special unique dishes like Mac Daddy brisket mac and cheese, meatballs, plus the best ribeye steaks in town. Featuring a full bar with unique cocktails. Ladies bring two or more friends for ladies night every Wednesday night and get 10% off. Karaoke Thursday nights and famous catering for any event. Open Tuesday through Saturday, Uncle Worm Smokehouse Texas Cuisine. Located on 19th Street in Bosqueville. Everson Tractors has provided you with affordable and reliable top-of-the-line Branson tractors for over 30 years. And they're excited to announce that Branson has now teamed up with Time to combine their forces. Everson's commitment to exceptional service, outstanding value, and innovative machinery is now bigger, stronger, and better. If you're a full-time rancher or weekend warrior, come see the all-new lineup of Time Tractors today at the locally owned and operated Everson Tractors in Robinson, where service is their name. Maya Fuel should be your first and local choice for high-quality fuel and lubricant. They are Central Texas-owned and operated, independent distribution and bulk delivery company. You call, they haul. They deliver on-road diesel, off-road farm diesel, gasoline, and non-ethanol gasoline. Known for their great pricing and quickest delivery, they also offer non-fee contract fuel. Call Nick, the owner, for all your gasoline delivery needs at 675-8107 or find them at MayaFuels.net. That's MayaFuels.net. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. What do you think a wealth manager's most important quality should be? I'm Joe Kaleo of the Kaleo Wealth Management Group. Wealth managers rely on knowledge to make decisions, but responsible wealth managers need to be guided by integrity. I've believed that for more than 25 years. Kaleo Wealth Management is a Central Texas team of UBS Financial Services, member FINRA SIPC. Enjoy one-of-a-kind luxury and lounge at the Baylor Club, located in the heart of McLean Stadium. This elite club offers a five-star member atmosphere for all your work and play needs with a master culinary team and outstanding hospitality. Weddings, milestones, business, and birthdays, a stadium roaring with bear spirit featuring stunning city skyline views. Baylor Club truly has it all. For interest in membership or your next private event, call 254 710 Are you ready to break ground on your next commercial construction project? Founded in 1969, Barnett Contracting is your single source for preparing for your next build. Their services include excavation, utilities, civil engineering, concrete work, paving, and storm drainage. Do business with Central Texas' premier site work contractor, Barnett Contracting, where they strive for successful projects and satisfied clients. Learn more at barnettcontracting.com. 
Campus Confidential is brought to you by Jim Turner Chevrolet, where they say we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor, and we treat you like family. Check them out at turnerchevy.com. It's time for Campus Confidential, our daily look at college football news. Here's your host, Matt Mosley. Well, it is Matt Mosley, and uh, good to go to Kansas City and get a report as the crowds gather in the streets of Kansas City near the uh, Power and Light District, burn-ins all around. A lot of good barbecue in Kansas City. No, it's not Texas barbecue, but they do a nice job. They do some fun things. They got a place called, like, Q39. That place he was talking about, Slaps, is kind of famous. Yeah, let's let the people have a little fun there. You know, in Kansas City. Then you go across, there's Kansas City, there's... There's go, you go over to Kansas, and you can find some stuff. And there, of course, on the Missouri side, they really are proud of the burn-ins. And they are good. I mean, it's a little bit of a diminishing return. I, I mean, I, I feel like about five or six of those, kind of like, like fried pickles. Aaron, you know, like a fried pickle sounds like such a great idea. <laughs> and about like five to ten of those little things, you're like, man, this is fun. And about after about eight or nine of those, you're like, eh, I guess this is okay, but, I mean, this isn't that big of a deal. And it's a little bit like burn-ins. Um, but, like, with brisket and sausage and the things we're used to out at, like, Hellberg um, in Spiegelville, out there near Crawford and Boy China Spring, the whole gang, they all love going out there, by the way. And people travel out there from Waco all the time. And... Uh, if the you know the county's always out there, especially here recently, like oh Philip, uh, you you need a you need that ceiling to be twelve feet high instead of instead of ten feet high. That needs to be eighteen feet high um, to be up to code. And you know what does Philip do? Just jumps through all kinds of hoops, goes down to lows and makes it happen. But hey, by the way, county, if you want people to prosper, don't come up with like idiotic ideas and like don't. Don't try to enforce stuff at the last minute. Golly. I mean, I, I, would, I, I like our people in the county. I like our city people. But don't be out there just somebody trying to make a name for themselves. Oh, hey, hey, Philip, make that thing 22 feet high instead of 18 feet high and have it done by 3 o'clock this afternoon. Oh, okay. All right, Aaron, let's do some campus confidential. We will start with college football. The inaugural first-round games of the 12-team college football playoff will feature one game Friday, December 20th, 2024, and three games December 21st, 2024, CFP Executive Director Bill Hancock said today following the conclusions, the conclusion of CFP spring meetings. The CFP is also zeroing in on confirming midweek games for the 2024 quarterfinals with three games expected to be scheduled on January 1st, 2025, and the fourth quarterfinal game, either New Year's Eve or January 2nd, 2025, to avoid competing against the NFL wildcard weekend. Yeah. Midweek. I kind of like that. Some semifinals. Me too. Midweek. I mean, that'll be kind of fun. I mean, I'm, a, I'm okay for a midweek, like a Tuesday and Wednesday games or whatever. Those first rounds, and you get into the quarterfinal, you get the semifinals. I mean, you've got some really cool stuff happening. With this 12-team, wait, Aaron, how many teams is it? It is 12, yeah. Yeah, okay. I For a second there, I'm like, wait, I had that right, didn't I? Is it eight? Yeah, Uh, yeah, is it eight? I've heard so many different things. 
man, I'm kind of excited about this. Now, I did get news today, Aaron. This uh, this is not on ESPN yet. Um, 2024, <sighs> University of Texas has already been given a bye into the 12-team <laughs> playoff. So is Notre Dame. <laughs> Notre Dame's in there, too. Get them in there. Just waiting on opponents now. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Aaron, isn't that funny to think about, like, that for that playoff, I mean, that'll be that, – that Texas and OU will be out of our conference. We're going to get one more year of them. This 2023 season. Then we'll do the CFP. All right, and then 2024, what we're talking about. And then, Aaron, they're thinking this thing's going to be on, I don't think it's been finalized, like January 20th, 2025 will be the first championship game. So just kind of play that out in your head. You'll get the, Aaron, what is that? What, the first round of the 12-team playoff will be, what did you say, third weekend of December about? Is that mm-hmm. right? Yes, the 21st. Okay. Okay, and then the next round midweek, post Christmas, and then and then they'll play that championship game, January twentieth. It's looking like I don't think that's finalized. Two thousand twenty-five. I like that. I'd like to go work for uh, Bill Hancock, Aaron. I mean, not that I don't enjoy what we're doing, but that Bill Hancock because they just kind of do their own thing. You know, there's college football, there's the NCAA, and then there's Bill Hancock. Into college football playoff. Then they expanded it. He's like, hey, now we got even a bigger playoff. He's just doing his own thing. And there's another buddy of mine, um, uh, that Brett Daniels, who's been with them for uh, – used to be with the Cowboys as their, one of their top PR guys. And he now works with Bill Hancock. Just hanging out like wherever they hang out. Aaron, where does, where does that CFP hang out? Atlanta? I think they're in Atlanta. Just kind of hang out. They just visit with people. Hey, guys, what do y'all think about this? Oh, hey, come back with another model. Oh, yeah, y'all want to do that? You remember a few, uh, about, I don't know, eight, nine months ago or a year ago, Aaron, when somebody suggested, hey, we should put the college football playoff in charge of college football. (laughs) Like the do away with the NCAA. Bill Hancock and those guys were like, wait a second. We don't want to do that. We don't want to be in charge of all this stuff. So for now, we still need the NCAA. Because who else would we beat up on? Who else would we make fun of? Now, fortunately, with our own President Livingstone, we've got great representation. I mean, these oversight committees and, I mean, every committee. I, I, I talked to one of our buddies, uh, Jason Cook, recently. Jason, where are, what are you all doing today? Oh, we're in Washington, D.C. I mean, we got meetings up here, hearings and all that kind of stuff. President Livingstone. And then she's got to get back, of course, to be at the Baylor-Oklahoma series. There she was. I saw, uh, I, I saw the first gent and, uh, and, and President Livingstone, and there they were, right behind home plate the other day. And uh, Aaron, I stopped by to ask him if I could get him anything. I thought, well, it would have been funny if, if Brad had just said, yeah, mostly we could use a couple of drinks. We could use them. How about a Diet Dr. Pepper or a Dr. Pepper? Even better. I would have done that. I would have. I mean, I would. I would. I wouldn't mind uh, doing that. Going down, getting, making a little hot dog run there. What a fun place that is to watch games at the Getty, Getterman Stadium. I, I don't think I can say Getty because I have so much respect for the Getterman family. In fact, one member of the family I used to coach in basketball, Edward Getterman, one of the one of the young members of the family, big time political type guy. 
Edward Getterman played. He and some of his buddies played for me over at Waco Christian back in the day. He was not on that freshman team, though, Aaron. We went 18-1. and one. Oh, man, we had, we had some big time. Jonathan Goley, David McCall, Colin, my little point guard, Colin, and his dad was like the headmaster at Waco Christian. We had a great little team. Yeah, Jonathan, was it Jonathan Goley? Was he? Okay, anyway, reliving some old moments. Aaron, what else do you have for us today in Campus Confidential? Former Louisville All-American Haley Van Lith, the top-rated player in the women's basketball transfer portal, has committed to defending national champions, the LSU Tigers, and former Baylor coach Kim Mulkey. Van Lith averaged 19.7 19.7 points, 3.2 assists, and 4.5 rebounds last season in leading Louisville on a, on a uh, deep run to the playoff, the uh, 2022 Final Four, where she was named the most outstanding player of the Wichita Regional. Regional, uh, The yeah. LSU team will lose three starters, but they return All-American, first-team All-American post Angel Reese, uh, standout freshman, Flaugé Johnson, Van Lilith now, and the top-rated freshman class in the country, including the top-rated recruit in the nation, Michaela Williams. I'm glad they finally got some talent there. I really am. (laughs) They've really been needing some talent. And uh, the rich get richer. But watch out, because South Carolina, Don and her gang are going to restock, and you're going to have, whoa, See, that's what was weird about that thing. They were not, they're not wired to beat South Carolina. But Caitlin took down the mighty Gamecocks. And, um, and that just, I mean, and I knew, man, once Caitlin and them took down Dawn, I said, nope, it's over. It's over because that whole gang. And uh, what's the, who was the person in the second quarter, Aaron? You remember that? Or in the first quarter, came off the bench, had like 20 points in the first half. I mean, that's somebody who bounced around the country, wasn't even playing that well for the Tigers, and then she went crazy. But uh, anyway, I, I don't know. I feel like, I feel like uh, with billboards and everything, we've discussed this enough. Next story, sir. Uh, oh, uh, the – sorry. <laughs> Nebraska is having what? their volleyball day. They'll have it yeah. outdoor at Memorial Stadium, and it is sold out after three days. Any guess on what the attendance will be for their outdoor volleyball game? Outdoor volleyball, Nebraska. And it's coming up. It's, it's August 30th. It's a ways away, but they, they put tickets on sale three days ago, and they sold out. Do we know who they're playing yet? They're playing their in-state rival, Omaha. Like not Creighton? No, you Omaha. Would think they, but they probably wanted to. Anyway, make sure they yeah, got it done. I, 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 uh, I'm gonna guess they're trying to fill this place, but there's no way, there's no way here, and they can do that. I, I'm gonna guess they sold fifty thousand tickets. Nebraska sold eighty-two thousand and nine hundred tickets to see Nebraska volleyball. Take on Omaha coming up August 30th at Memorial Stadium. Pretty amazing. 82,000. I may go to that event. 
I mean, that's kind of a once-in-a-lifetime type deal there to get 80,000 in to see a, a volleyball game. Aaron, who would uh, the Bears, you know, one last year here to play Texas, and they're the greatest program going right now in college volleyball. Is that right? Does that sound right to you? Aren't they really good? I think they win, you know, national titles and stuff. Let's let's do a game at McLean at McLean Stadium. Let's get out. I mean, how many can we get out there? Can we fill that place? I don't know. I guess we ought to work on filling. Uh, uh, but that is wild, and that tells you how, you know, hungry they are for a winner at Nebraska. They're always going to show up, even with that awful football program they've had. Matt Rule seems to have excited people, and. Uh, I thought about that the other day, Aaron. Like, what would Matt Rule have done with the uh, with the portal like it is now? Would there would he have treated Baylor like not not to Dion? I mean, Dion's just ridiculous. But would there have been like a huge amount of turnover in trying to bring in a bunch of people on the fly? Like, what would it have looked like with a true one year transfer rule in place in a full portal? When, uh, when Matt came in. Matt inherited a mess. First uh, year, had some solid, solid people hang in there and help him out and uh, did not try to run off people. In fact, he needed those people to get him through and be a bridge. And then he ended up with that one of those first recruiting classes just being unbelievable. Uh, Big James, Bravion, um, who else, Aaron? Oh, uh well, two of those guys. There was a guy from, uh, was he from Ennis? And there were uh, two of the guys got drafted, you know, fairly high in the NFL. Two of those linemen and were unbelievable on that 19 team for uh, for Matt Rule. All right, it's Matt Mosley's show. He, uh, James Lynch is who I was trying to think of. But there was another guy from Ennis, and he was a great, what was that guy's name, Blake something? Anyway, he was a big, uh, big-time defensive end. They had big Bravion in the middle, and as they used to call him, uh, like a, they called him a trash can full of concrete. That's what. That's a name that scouts come up. And Jeff Ireland, I remember, said that about him. He's a trash can full of concrete, which for a nose tackle is a uh, is a huge term of endearment. It may not sound like it, but they uh, do that. All right, it's kind of fun. We're going to start the 5 o'clock hour. we got J.J. Joe, Baylor legend at 520, but an old friend, Q, the man we called Q. Uh, He's now in Las Vegas covering the Raiders, and uh, we're going to talk some NFL draft with him. We'll do that next. ESPN Central Texas is your home of the Texas Rangers. Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. 
Since 1975, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop has been serving their one-of-a-kind sandwiches, soups, and salads to hungry Central Texans. They start early in the morning baking their homemade artisan bread. The sandwiches are oven-toasted, giving the bread a crunchy crust covering and a soft and dry, airy center. Ask for everyone's favorite, the Schmaltz. A combination of three cheeses, three meats, and all the fixings. They welcome phone-in orders at their Town West or Downtown locations. Waco Born and Bread, Schmaltz's Sandwich Shop wouldn't call your doctor, accountant, or mechanic using a 1-800 number, so why your bank? If you have to dial 1-800, you don't know your bank, and your bank doesn't know you. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. Central National Bank, your leading independent bank with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin, and also at cnbwaco.com. This is ESPN Central Texas. Introducing the new B.O.B. Ballin' on a Budget Family Pack at Hellberg Barbecue. The B.O.B. Family Pack feeds up to four people. It includes one pound of pork steak, a smoked then fried half chicken, half pound of sausage, two pint sides, and a pint of their famous banana pudding, all for $40. And Thursdays from 4 until 7, you can save 20% on this deal. The B.O.B. Family Pack is available for just $32. Hellberg Barbecue, 8532 North Highway 6, Waco. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. New inventory has arrived, and it's time for you to take advantage. Malibu, Equinox Traverse, Blazer, and the best trailblazer ever built. Also, the new 2024 HD pickup in stock for immediate delivery, and folks still 0% financing on every half-ton Silverado in stock. So give us an opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261, or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember, folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We're to treat you like family. If you are the do-it-yourself type and you need help finding a certain item to finish the job, remember Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Over 2,000 items are featured in their showroom, including hinges, latches, post caps, and ornamental iron from Spring Creek. Pioneer Steel and Pipe is also the location for welding rods and welding accessories. If you are looking for Makita power tools, grinders, and cutters, Gilman nuts and bolts, or primary and caulking for metal buildings, drop by Pioneer Steel and Pipe. Highway 6, Loop 340 South, Waco. Ghost bar light, bar bright, first bar that I see tonight. Johnny Steaks and Barbecue in Salado proudly present Charlie Robinson in concert on the Performance Food Service Stage, May 13th. I'll see you around, around my hometown. What's your your tickets for Charlie Robinson online at johnnysteaksandbbq.com. $30 general admission, reserve seating, and table seating options are also available. Don't miss Charlie Robinson in concert at Johnny Steaks and Barbecue in Salado, Saturday, May 13th. It's New Year's Day here on the border, and it's always been this way. I never do the things I order. From the Allen Samuels Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Studios, this is KRZI Waco, K222DC Waco, K265DV Temple, ESPN Central Texas. Welcome back to the Matt Mosley Show. The presenting sponsor of the Matt Mosley Show is Central National Bank, your leading independent bank. 
with locations in Waco, Temple, and Austin. Also sponsored by Alan Samuels, Dodge Chrysler, Jeep Ram, Barnett Contracting, Helberg Barbecue, Jim Turner Chevrolet, Myatt Fuels, Schmalch's Sandwich Shop, Versalift Southwest, Time Manufacturing, and UBO Business Services. And now, here's Matt Mosley. Oh, man, uh, we we're, we got to go do this quick because the man's just gotten off the air. He needs to relax just for a second as he gets ready for this NFL draft. Your boy Q, you know him as Q Myers. Uh, Q on many years ESPN Central Texas. And uh, Q, happy, uh, happy draft day to you. And I see that you had... One of my old buddies on today, Trey Wingo. Man, that's uh, the longtime anchor at ESPN. Very cool on uh, unnecessary roughness. Um, man, this is a this is one of your favorite days, favorite uh, uh, three days of the year. Are you trying to uh, not peak too early? How are you doing right now? You know me. I don't. I don't know anything about a peak time. I'm. I'm go time all the time, right? I'm excited, man. You're right. This is a fun time of year for every fan base, just because they all believe that their team is going to get better today, and we never know the twists and turns that are going to happen in the draft. And so, being here in Kansas City, and you know, you've been with me on the road before. You know how I roll. So it's it's been a good time, man. It's been a lot of fun. And I'll tell you this, man. With all those sponsors that you had at the top of the show, man, uh, you got to go ahead and let me hold something while I'm down here in Kansas City, man. Go ahead. And, you know, let me have some of that money in your pocket, man. <laughs> hey, all happy, all happy to share because, uh, and boy, Vegas, I've seen your your Rolodex these days. You've got uh, every channel represented there. That Las Vegas <laughs> network, uh, Locked On, is something you've been doing for uh, for a good while. But it's fun to uh, I mean, give me the give me the scene. By the way, I'm looking at one of your panoramic views. This is the side view of the stage. Uh, by the way, how many of these have you been to in person now? Because um, boy, you you even at ESPN Central Texas, you were you started going to these and uh, love getting out on the road. What so far from what you've been able to tell, is this going to be what? What's the what's the like the biggest crowd ever? The one that just kind of because I, I was thinking Chicago had a huge showing. Obviously, Philly kind of showed out. What do you yeah. what do you think so far of what Kansas City's doing? Kansas City is good. It, it's been really nice, you know, and, and the, it's the calm before the storm right now. But I'll tell you, last year in Vegas was fantastic. And then Nashville, you remember Nashville. I mean, we were, we were holding it down on ESPN Central Texas in Nashville, and that was fantastic. Even though they thought that the weather was going to be bad, it wasn't. It only rained for a few minutes, and it was great just to go ahead and flood Main Street or whatever that main block is there in, in Nashville. That was fun. I think Kansas City is really going to get ramped up tonight. I can't wait to kind of – go around and walk around and get some pictures. And it's funny, I was only able to take a couple so far. They have us uh, kind of away from the stage. So you know me, I'm going to hustle my way up closer so I can get some really good pictures later on and, and uh, get some good, some good air time with some of these prospects as well. Yeah, make sure they know loud and clear uh, who you are. They need to be on with you. And uh, I, some of these guests, this has been a fun day to kind of watch what you've been up to, and in some of the moves that are being discussed, the Raiders, a team that you cover the closest and actually live right out there in the, the belly of the beast. By the way, you are taking like all the 
all the major franchises in sports. I mean, Las Vegas has <laughs> seemingly overnight become one of the great sports destinations, always a fun destination. But for professional yeah. sports, uh, with the A's headed out there, I don't know, that'll be four or five years away, I guess. But has, 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 that, uh, has there already been some excitement about that announcement? Yeah, a little bit. Some fans are pretty fired up. I mean, I'm an A's fan, but I'm not fired up about the way that they do their business, right? I mean, they don't they don't open up their, their pocketbook like the Rangers have opened up their pocketbook and actually put some stars out there on the field. So I'd like to see them actually change their business plan before I get fired up about what they do. But, yeah, everyone's coming to, to Vegas, man. I mean, the A's are on the way. The NBA is, is on the way as well. I mean, we've got every single franchise, every single a professional franchise out there. It's a lot of fun. It's a good time to be in Vegas. So it's it's no longer just the strip. It's everything else around it as well. Now, which are you thinking uh, on like that? There's rumors of the number three pick being open for business. Some people maybe uh, wanting to, to move uh, around a little bit. You look at this thing always through the eyes of the Raiders. And I saw you saying something about, hey, this could – you know, if some of these things could happen, maybe it could drive some of these defensive studs uh, down to the Raiders. As you get closer to time, like what are your – in all you talked to all these mockers, what's been the most consistent name to the Raiders? And then also, which would be the name that you would be most excited about? Because the Raiders, obviously, they have a quarterback, but that doesn't yeah. mean they couldn't be thinking about another quarterback for the future. Um, what you, where, where's your kind of, uh, what's your gut telling you right now? Well, I think that they're going to go defense. I think they're going to stay at seven. And, and that's why when I'm seeing these reports about the, the Titans looking like they're going to trade up from 11 to three, I feel like obviously they're going to take a quarterback. That would be CJ Stroud. If he gets past Houston, uh, cause it looks mm-hmm. like Houston's going to take a defensive player, but you know, then all of a sudden all these defensive guys are right there and the Raiders defense. I mean, it's, let's be honest, it's terrible. They need, they need as much defensive help as possible. So Tyree Wilson from Texas Tech, maybe he's available at seven. Maybe uh, Christian Gonzalez. That's the one that's been the overall kind of consensus. The cornerback out of Oregon, uh, who is basically who was a Texas high school football player, by the way. Uh, he he's a, a could be available at number seven. So uh, I'm excited about that opportunity because I think that the Raiders need as many uh, corners, solid corners as possible. Devin Witherspoon from Illinois is another guy, another corner that could be there available. Jalen Carter, who knows where he's going to get drafted. But you see what I'm saying? There's all these defensive players that could be there at at seven. And and then they could even roll the dice and go with Anthony Richardson at quarterback if they want to, the young man out of Florida, and, and hope that they could develop him into a stud. So there's a lot of options for the Raiders at seven. Yeah, and uh, I, I've been thinking. You and I've talked about the man from Temple, Quentin Johnson. I mean, I, that yeah. that's a that's a name. I think you kind of uh, well enjoyed getting to see him at the combine, and and uh, he responded to you, of course, when you brought up Temple. You're very very familiar with him. Those wide receivers, you know, we got a lot of Cowboys fans in the audience. Uh, down at number twenty six, boy, I've seen. I've seen the guy Zay Flowers' name. I, there, there's yeah. some thought that the Cowboys, if B. John Robinson was still on the board and he started to slip um, somewhere even close to the Cowboys, would they come rolling up the board to get him? You don't normally want to do that for a running back from a value standpoint, but he seems to be kind of one of those rare players. What are you thinking for the Cowboys? What's kind of the buzz around that team as you've talked to all these uh, experts and, and gathered information? 
I think they can go in a bunch of different directions as well. They can go running back. I've heard that multiple times. You know, they, they could trade up for a Bijan. He's special. I mean, you know, he's a special dude. He's not just a normal running back. I mean, he, he brings those characteristics. Uh, I could totally see him and Tony Pollard teamed up in that Cowboy backfield. Tight end. It's a real deep tight end class mm. as well. Uh, they can they can go and get a, a dynamic tight end and add to the arsenal. I mean, they, they've got options. Wide receiver, as you mentioned, Quentin Johnson could be a, an option for them. Um, Zay Flowers, I think he's going to go off the board pretty quick, as, as well as Jackson Smith and Jigba. I think he's going to go off the board pretty high as well. Another Texas high school football player, by the way, a little side note. Uh, you know, so I think that there's there's a lot of different options, and I do think that trading up is a possibility for them. Now, I don't know how high they'd want to go, but I do think that there's a possibility of them trading up and, and getting a really good player to add to that offense. All right, I like it. Uh, Q always with his <laughs> ear to the ground. And uh, now don't be tipping those picks, you know, like some people do up there <laughs> no. on site. Yeah, yeah, and they, they, they put those things out about, what, 30 seconds early, so you're always finding out stuff. Um, it's going to be, it's going to be, there's going to be so much, it's so much fun, especially with these quarterbacks at the top. There's some unpredictability. Um, who Who's the biggest, after tonight, who do you think, what, what will be the biggest headline of this? I guess it has to be Stroud, doesn't it? C- considering we don't quite know where he's going to go, all this stuff of the S2 test that's been kind of right. surrounding him. I guess that's going to be a headliner. What, what, are the, what are the couple things you think we'll be, after this first round, talking about the most? Either somebody taking a player way higher than we thought or way lower than we thought. Yeah, I think Jalen Carter is going to be a big conversation piece. Who's going to take the, 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 make the pick with him? How many quarterbacks are going to take it in round one, right? I mean, I think, honestly, that there could be five guys. I think there will be five quarterbacks taken tonight, and that's, that's kind of a lot because this quarterback class, I wouldn't say is the highest quarterback class, but everyone needs one. So I think Hendon Hooker will be that fifth quarterback taken uh, towards the back end of the first round, and I'll, I'll actually be surprised if a team doesn't trade up from the back from round two to the back end of round one to go get them, similar to what the Ravens did with, with Lamar Jackson a few years ago when they made that selection at number 32. Uh, and you saw the kind of contract that Lamar got today, so <laughs> there's that. But I, I think that uh, I think that, that that'll be really the storyline. How many quarterbacks were taken, and, and where does Jalen, Jalen Carter end up? All right, what's uh, what's the draft? What are you, are you are you doozied up a little bit? Are you got something? What's your uh, what's your what's your draft attire look like this evening? On the oh, red man, carpet. You know me, man. Oh no, you know there's no there's no red carpet for me, man. I'm just all uh, Nike drive fitted out, ready for this draft to get started, ready to uh, <laughs> talk to some of these uh, talk to some of these prospects and players after they uh, hear their name called. So it's going to be a fun night. It's going to be a long night, but it's going to be a fun night for sure. All right, Q, really appreciate you making the time for us and the people from Central Texas, ESPN Central Texas, always love hearing from you. And uh, that unnecessary yeah, roughness, the na- the brand just continues to travel around the country. I mean, I, I, I don't know. We should have copyrighted that. <laughs> hey, easy. Don't give me any ideas, man. Terry Tackle might give me a call, man. Don't tell Terry to call me, man. Come on. That's my guy, man. Tell him to take care of me. <laughs> Tacker's looking to maybe get you. There's some welding uh, uh, place out there. Uh, he's been thinking about calling you on, so I'll I'll, I'll make sure he knows. And uh, But, hey, fun to, fun to uh, visit with you. We'll talk to you soon, Q. All right. It's all good. I appreciate you. There he goes. Q Myers. Keont. Uh, and uh, for years you heard him, unnecessary roughness uh, right there, 12-3 to 3 on ESPN Central Texas, and now it's like out in Vegas. The show just 
continues. I mean, Aaron, could we ever get that name back? I mean, I thought that was a station deal. But uh, anyway, that is uh, always great to catch up with Q. So very appreciative of uh, his insight. Now, we're going to go to a Baylor legend. The man known as J.J. Joe, one of the all-time Baylor greats. What did J.J. think of the quarterbacks in the spring game? And is he willing to give us his pick? That is next. This is the Baylor Sports Beat, a daily look inside Baylor athletics. Now, here's the voice of the Bears, John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Baylor athletics on today's Baylor Sports Beat. Coming up, acrobatics and tumbling begins competition in their national championships today. And our final Baylor Coaches Show of the semester comes up tonight. Details straight ahead on today's Baylor Sports Beat. It's Ram Truck Month at Allen Samuels in Waco, and the deals couldn't be any hotter. Get a new 2023 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with values up to $4,250 plus 4.9% for 72 months. Or get a new 2022 Ram 1500 Lone Star Crew Cab with 1.9% for 72 months or 10% off MSRP. That's right. Come pick from the best selection of brand new inventory in Central Texas at Allen Samuels in Waco while supplies last. Light the tower green. The Baylor Bears are Big 12 Conference champions. Fans, want to get into Baylor Bears athletic events for free? Become a Texas Farm Bureau member today. Texas Farm Bureau members get two free tickets to select Baylor Bears athletic events all year long. Visit BaylorBears.com slash TFB tickets to learn about how you can get your two free tickets today. Texas Farm Bureau Insurance, proud sponsor of Baylor Athletics. Tune in to the Baylor Coaches Show tonight, live from Rudy's on the Circle in Waco, and here on ESPN Central Texas. Now, here's the voice of the Bears. And welcome back. That is tonight for our final Baylor Coaches Show of the semester. Come join us beginning at 6, live from Rudy's, and hear from men's golf coach Mike McGraw and head baseball coach Mitch Thompson. That's tonight, 6 to 7 p.m., live from Rudy's in Waco. Coach McGraw on the Baylor men's golf team back from Hutchinson, Kansas, where they finished sixth in the Big 12 championships that wrapped up yesterday. Drew Wrightson led the way for the Bears, earning all tournament honors. And Baylor women's golf found out yesterday there'll be a number two seed in the Pullman-Washington Regional. Baylor in an NCAA Regional for the 10th time in the last 11 possible years. Competition begins May 8th through the 10th. Baylor Acrobatics and Tumbling opening competition today in West Liberty, West Virginia in the NCATA National Championships. Baylor the number one seed taking on eighth seed Fairmont State this afternoon at 3.30 Central Time. The match on ESPN+. And Baylor softball coming off a 3-0 rain-shortened victory yesterday over Texas State. Leaving town today, headed for Ames for a three-game series against Iowa State that begins tomorrow. Here's softball head coach Glenn Moore. Well, I kind of think this weather might prepare us for what we're going to see in Iowa. It seems to always be a little windy and cold up there, so we were able to face a little bit of that. I kind of told the team before we started that we might have an opportunity to prepare for that climate up there, and I think we did. A um, little adversity, but we fought through it and we got the win, so I'm proud of them. 
Good to bounce back from the Oklahoma weekend to get the win over Texas State. I mean, that gets a good taste in your mouth. Yeah, we needed to get back on the winning track. You know, even though we thought we competed well, especially on Saturday, I think the the end result is important, and you want to get that win. And um, to w- lose three in a row uh, is important to kind of get that taste back in your mouth. Glenn Moore and Baylor softball taking on Iowa State, a three-game Big 12 series in Ames that begins tomorrow. And that's today's Baylor Sports Beat. Talk to you tonight from Rudy's and have more tomorrow. I'm John Morris. The source for Baylor athletic news and information, ESPN Central Texas. Koki Family Farms provides the ultimate in custom application and fertilizer for all your road crops and pasture needs. They are a distributor of fertilizer for farmland, grain, feed, hay, pasture crops, and vegetation for agricultural and farm supplies, along with growing and raising corn, wheat, and sorghum. Koki Family Farms is your local contact for LG corn seed and their performing corn hybrids and grain sorghum products. A proud supporter of Crawford High School Athletics, Goki Family Farms, seven generations strong. Central Texas now has an exciting new store where customers will enjoy a boutique-style setting for men's clothing. Welcome to Sterling Clothing Company. There, you'll find men's dressy casual clothing, good for every day at the office or perhaps dinner that night, but also shorts, swimwear, athletic wear, and shoes for the pool or attending the game. Sterling Clothing Company features brand names not usually found in other Central Texas stores, including Onward Reserve, Johnny O, Turtleson, 34 Heritage, Seven Diamonds, and Two Under Underwear. This store has one-of-a-kind clothing for all ages. Locally owned and operated, Sterling Clothing Company, 2012 North Valley Mills Drive, Waco, and at sterlingclothingco.com and on Facebook and Instagram. Open Tuesday through Saturday, 10 to 6, and Sunday, noon till 5. Hey folks, Derek Scott here with Jim Turner Chevrolet. New inventory has arrived and it's time for you to take advantage. Malibu, Equinox Reverse, Blazer, and the best trailblazer ever built. Also, the new 2024 HD pickup in stock for immediate delivery and folks still 0% financing on every half-ton Silverado in stock. So give us an opportunity to earn your business. Give us a call, 840-3261 or shop us 24-7 at turnerchevy.com. And remember folks, we're just a heartbeat away in McGregor. We'll treat you like family. You're listening to ESPN Central Texas, live from the Allen Samuel Studios. Ghost bar light, bar bright, first bar that I see tonight. Johnny Steaks and Barbecue in Salado proudly present Charlie Robinson in concert on the Performance Food Service Stage, May 13th. I'll see you around, around my your tickets for Charlie Robinson online at johnnysteaksandbbq.com. $30 general admission, reserve seating, and table seating options are also available. Don't miss Charlie Robinson in concert at Johnny Steaks and Barbecue in Salado, Saturday, May 13th. It's New Year's Day here on the border, and it's always been this way. I never do the things I order. Stay, it's New Year's Day. 
Jesse Britt's Automotive wants to help your car get ready for the Texas heat. Now through Saturday, they're offering free automotive AC checkup with any vehicle service at Jesse Britt's Automotive. Plus, let them help keep your car roadworthy with their computerized alignments discounted for a limited time at only $49.99. The alignments come with free tire rotation and free visual brake inspection. Just mention this ad, Jesse Britt's Automotive. Discounting your prices, not your service. Matt Mosley show ESPN Central Texas and uh, proud to have JJ Joe joining us now and uh, JJ happy draft day to you I saw some <laughs> of your teammates the big cat the big cat was out there doing some barbecue presiding over Anthony, uh, Anthony Ray of course Papa was on the scene smoking oh, a cigar yeah, and, um, you know, you had TV work to do. You could not be staying up all night with your former teammates. But, you know, these are great friends of yours. Were you able to swing by and at least uh, kind of say a hello to the to the fellas, or did you have to get in there and prepare for that spring game? I, I, hope, you, I hope you tried out. They're going to have their feelings hurt if you didn't try some of that barbecue. Oh, no. Well, they, those guys had, uh, you know, I keep in touch with those guys, so – we normally hook up once or twice a year, so I but I didn't get by. They I knew that Papa was out there uh, competing, and I yes. thought that he he played, so that's a good thing. But I know they had a good time. All right, and uh, Blake Blackmar also uh, big time griller. Now JJ, yeah. do you know do you know your way around the grill? Like there is there a, is there the you know the Joe family when when y'all are kind of gathered there. And uh, the families, uh, well, you know, every once in a while, you throw some steaks on the grill. Have you smoked a brisket before? Is that is that in your repertoire or not? No, Matt, man, no, I'm not smoking anything. Now, I have a, I have one of those grills like you get when you first move into your first house or something like that. You know, it's not big, uh, but I, you know, I'll, I'll do some, I'll do some steaks every once in a while. I like lamb out there too. Uh, I do just normal basic barbecuing. Nothing close or in the stratosphere to what those guys do out there. What Papa does, nothing close. Papa Papa Ray, and he puts that cigar in. I don't know if uh, <laughs> you're 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 a clean living guy. You don't smoke too many cigars, I would bet. But boy, Papa had he was smoking it right there underneath the the tent. We were all gathered to see who would win, <laughs> and the Papa. I mean, I was worried about getting some of that secondhand smoke, and I don't think oh, the yeah. Papa is too worried about that. Man, he is a big dude, and I mean, and I mean that complimentary. He's still kind of he's a powerful looking guy, uh, and uh, people don't realize he that's one of the great recruits in Baylor history. And it, unfortunately, he got hurt. But uh, JJ, along that time, I mean, some of the recruiting was unreal. Uh, in your era, and 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 some of the defensive recruits, and then some of the uh, running backs that Grant and them would go get. People don't realize some of those guys were some of the high school's greatest ever running backs. When you talk about a guy like Anthony Ray, you know back then, Matt, man, you know running the ball was the big thing. So that's where they usually put the best athletes, right? Yeah, Papa was a great athlete, and unfortunately, you know he, he messed up his knee and. 
and never did fulfill all of his promise. Now, he he, he stated Baylor played, I think he led her three or four years, but never did get to the heights uh, that we thought he would. But, I mean, man, he would have been a no-question NFL player, man, if he if he would have, if he would have not got hurt, he was just a great athlete. But, but yeah, you know, man, they put all the best athletes at running back. We had a ton of guys, man. We had, you know, besides the everybody knows Santana and James Francis and those guys. But we, it, you know, guys like Frankie Smith, who I, I think was there. He may have not been there Friday. Frankie Smith was, I think, in that same class with those guys. He didn't. I don't even know if Frankie got drafted. He may have gotten drafted really late if he did. Yeah, Frankie played in the league about fourteen years. Um, and Frankie had a bad knee too, but, but Matt, Frankie Smith was probably our best, I would say, athlete on the back end. I mean, he, the speed he had, I mean, Frankie played everything from cornerback to free safety to running back. He could just do it all. So we had a lot of guys that, man, what Grant was great at. Grant was great at identifying talent, and they really hadn't filled out their body or maybe did everything, and they developed guys, and that's how he won. Kind of like what Gary Patterson ended up doing at TCU, wasn't it? Recognizing yep. and having a vision for these guys. And then going into Sweetwater, places like that, finding a Mike Welch here or there, and then and then landing on some of those great ones. I mean, y'all y'all were DBU for a while, starting kind of in the late, you know, in the eighties. Well, the mid eighties with Tom, you know, and Thomas Everett and that gang. Uh yep. that was really something. Now, boy, we're we're reminiscing now, but what about this uh Spring game. I mean, there's nothing you like more than getting on that TV. <laughs> I mean, when the cameras show up, JJ really turns it on even more. And um, and you know, spring games can be difficult because you're trying to you know interview people and look at things and pick things out. But I'm just kind of curious. I mean, what were you what were you able to gather? Like your biggest takeaways: more depth, more speed more size is there anything when you look back at, at last year's team did did you see anything that really grabs your attention before we get to the quarterbacks you know last year's team I mean if you remember we were really good at, at in the lines and I yeah. thought we had decent depth we, we did kind of start falling off late but uh with some attrition but nevertheless I thought this team I mean they they looked they looked you know deeper everywhere you know it looked like they had you know a number of guys that could step in and play at all the different positions. Now, I, I think they'll be young on the back end uh, on defense, so they have to, you know, they have to come up and and get some guys developed there. Um, they also, I think, up front, I saw that we got a transfer in from Oregon. Uh, I'm hoping that guy can come in and play uh, because they, I think that's where they're going to need the depth. Think about it. We lost basically all of our starting offensive linemen. And we lost, you know, uh, Apuika, Cole Maxwell, uh, Bray Nutley. We lost key contributors up front. So uh, I, I liked what I saw, Matt, but I, I really thought that overall, you know, the depth looked really good. J.J. Joe joining us on the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. They told me on you were on some show the other day, and they were calling you John. John, which is your real <laughs> name, but, boy, that's a clue when people don't don't really know Baylor football if they're saying John Joe's on with us. I'm like, okay, come on. Yeah, it was kind of di- hey, you know, it was kind of different talking football <laughs> and being called John at the same time. <laughs> John Joe, I bet you were like, okay, guys, come on now. You got to be, yeah. I and I was thinking about. By the way, Colorado Buffaloes isn't that 
a wild story. I, I think back to that enormous win y'all had out there, 1991. Coming, they were coming off as defending national champions, and suddenly Colorado, for the first time in 30 years, is back in the news. And it's not all positive. Now, some of it's kind of fun and interesting, <laughs> and everybody watched their spring game. But, J.J., I mean, for Dion to run off that many players, they're going to have – they have as many of, as, like, 60 to 70 spots they can fill. They've had 46 players leave in the portal and most of them have been told to leave all right some of these teams have people they don't want to leave that leave in this instance i think he told them he said hey i'm bringing my own luggage and it's louis it's louis vuitton he made that (laughs) statement i mean where are you on all this do you do you get a kick out of it or do you i mean i bet you do feel for some of these guys that that you know uh again they weren't that good of a program but still you know, to fight like crazy, make it through the spring, and then be told, oh, by the way, you need to hit the portal immediately. Yeah, it's, you know, you know, the thing about it, Matt, is college football is, it, it, it's not meant to this extreme, but it's, you know, it's been wild, man. I, you know, I mean, guys, I've seen guys and heard of guys and, and been teammates with guys who asked, you know, hey, look, uh, it'd be good if you find another spot. Um, and it was just really one way, you know. I mean, a lot of times it was one way because if a guy left, Usually in my day, you had to sit out of here. You lost a year of eligibility. So yeah. what's happened, I think, Matt, man, it is crazy. Uh, but, you know, they, they brought Dion in there, man, to win. And, I, I you know, and, you know, I, I think that it's not the, it's not the, you know, it's the ugly side of college football. But, um, but you know, it's kind of where we are until we figure out kind of, you know, how to at least get some structure around this thing. It is the wild, wild west. Right. Yeah, Grant didn't have to worry about you going in the portal if you didn't start your first game. You know, he didn't have to. <laughs> uh, okay, tell me about uh, J.J. Sawyer-Robertson. Let's start with him as we kind of evaluate what you saw the other day. Obviously has the size. Se- seems to be able to move and has some athleticism. Uh, the throw that stands out to me, of course, he ripped one across the middle. I think he did have a mm-hmm. touchdown pass up the middle. To, to Dabney, but the other one, I, the one I liked, I think, was to Cameron, where he kind of yep. let one rip across the middle. What was your, um, what was your kind of, uh, what was your takeaway from getting your first peek at Sawyer, and knowing you may, you know, get a peek at some of these other practices that we don't get, some of these other scrimmages. What's been your uh, early takeaways from this young man? Yeah, I, I thought he came in and did a great job. Of course, you know, coming in and learning a new offense in the spring. I mean, in the in, you know in the winter when you're not on the field, it's tough, and and you know you're going against an incumbent. I, I like the raw material. I like what he has. He does seem like he has some athleticism. He is not a guy that just runs around. I mean, he's he's a pocket guy that wants to sit back there and rip it. He had some good throws. I did I did like that. I saw he actually had the, one of the ones that I thought was one of his better throws was dropped, and I think that it was either I don't want to call out a receiver by the wrong, wrong number, so I'm forgetting which number it was, but he ripped one to his right on a post, and the guy just dropped it. Otherwise, he scores. So I like what they have there, and I like I like the options because when we lost Tyron, I was like, oh, my goodness, what are we going to have? And and Sawyer looked good. I mean, I, I, I know Blake in the spring. Blake, I've heard, has had a really good spring as well. Um, so I think, you know, I, I, I mean, I don't think Coach has named the starter yet. Um but I think those guys, I think he'll probably name, I would be surprised if he did name Blake. 
The coaches surprised me before, you know, so, and then they'll continue to compete though. I, I don't think the thing is a hundred percent done. Uh, and Hey, don't sleep on that little, that, that little, the other fifth number 15, I think is that RJ Martinez. Yeah. He's, he's, I mean, he, I mean, you know, I know he's, he's a transfer from Northern Arizona. He's not a, you know, he's not a big, strong arm guy, but he, he operated the offense pretty good. You love those off, uh, all, you know, the, the kind of different level throws, don't you? I mean, you used to do a little bit of that every once in a while, drop down if you had to, off schedule type deal. Coach called it the other day magic tricks that R.J. <laughs> Martinez was doing. He went down and he had one completely sidearm. Boy, I bet yep. you would have been a good sidearm pitcher. I'm just thinking about you like on the mound. I bet you could have <laughs> dropped down and Man, gone I don't sidearm. Know about that. I- yeah, they used to put me at third base. But, yeah, he had one good – you know, you don't think about it, but he – one of his early throws, that's the one you're talking about. He came out on a, a boot, a bootleg, and he, he had a defensive end right there. And he had – the guy was wide open. But he had this this big defensive end or outside line, I think it was the Jack, staring him in the face with his hands up, and he gets that thing sidearm really – you know, I'm not going to say unprepared because you prepare for that. And it's accurate, and it allows the guy to catch and run. So – uh, you know, that tells you that the guy has a little bit to him. Uh, and that's, that was at least, that's one. And then he also had a, a couple others, but, uh, but yeah, he, he played well. So if he's like your third guy, you're in good position. Yeah. All right. And wasn't that interesting to see like that Mike Smith, number 40 down there. I mean, these guys have not come in, uh, you know, hat in hand. These are players in the portal that are looking to contribute immediately, not just looking to contribute, perhaps could be the leaders on the different sides of the ball. I mean, I I think this BYU, uh, one of the Barringtons, Clark, maybe the older one, I think he's going to need to be a leader immediately. I think Mike Smith from Liberty, Keytron Jackson. I mean, you could have all these guys sort of leading the rooms they're in. What about the tight end? Jake Roberts out of North uh, University of North Texas. I mean, JJ, I'm getting the I'm getting the belief and in, in the feeling that these they, these are not just kind of well, they'll help fill out the roster. These they need these guys to step in and lead immediately, and that's an interesting spot to be in. No, it is, and I, I agree with you. You know, I I, I heard I mentioned Sawyer Roberts. I heard he came in and actually was a pretty you know kind of natural leader starting off, and to come in somewhere new. That's kind of tough to do, uh, but he, I heard he's good. I mean, I, I was impressed by it. it was two backers. I, I mentioned this on the other show. I said, Mike Smith stood out to me, and uh, actually, not a transfer, but a redshirt, uh, Carmelo Jones, 32, I mean, at, at, at that linebacker position. Yes. He stood out to me, too. Yeah, yes. from West Orange, and those guys always have great athletes down there. So, so yeah, and, 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 and the Barrington brothers, you know, anybody up front that we can get in uh, that has some experience, uh, is going to be important. Yeah, we have T.J. Franklin. Uh, yeah, we have uh, Garmin Randolph. Yeah, we have – I'm missing up one of our better ones, uh, Gabe Hall. But you got to have some guys go with them because, uh, you know, it's a long season. These BYU guys may be like 27 years old sometimes. You know, they've been <laughs> – they go out on these hey. missions and kind of things. So I kind of like that, the maturity they bring in. Jackie Sherrill right. once accused Baylor of that. One time I had him on, and he said, yeah, Grant Taft and Baylor, they would send these kids off on missions. And I was like, what are you talking about? Like, <laughs> yes. Jackie, 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 can't, Jackie Cheryl can't talk about anybody. I'll tell you that. 
for what that's he had going on. Oh, he had a few things. Yeah, he's oh, lucky. He did, didn't he? <laughs> he's lucky SMU paid for that death penalty, okay? They didn't turn the bazookas on Texas A&M because there was exactly. some stuff going on exactly. down there for sure. That Sawyer Robertson came in. One of the tight ends said that he impacted like he was immediately leading guys in their faith. I mean, I thought that was really something. I said, hey, did this guy kind of ease his way in? They said, no. They said he came on campus, and they said he's helped me grow in my faith. So to your point, this is, I mean, they have hit the ground. I mean, were you leading Bible studies like early on in your Baylor tenure, J.J., or did you kind of work your way in on that? Maybe Santana Man, was, I was leading. I worked my yeah. way in. I wasn't leading those Bible studies. I'll tell you, I mean, you, that was guys, <laughs> that was a really, really good guy. I was a good guy, but I mean, that was the old David Wessel. And uh, and I oh, one guy I really remember was a really great guy. Uh, I think he's down in Houston now, Jason Young. He was a walk-on with us, but big man of faith. He played, uh, he was a DB, reserve DB. But yeah, no, I wasn't leading the man, but I, you know, I would attend, I would attend occasionally. That's, uh, that's one way to get Wetzel <laughs> to listen, is to mention him and brag on him exactly. as his faith. Yeah, they, I mean... I, I I can name the guys who weren't in those services. I'm not going to do it, but uh, David was probably up there playing the guitar, and he's still yep. doing it all these years later. You remember yeah, they David's were putting those guy, up. Man. Yeah, yeah, David. Yeah, David will do it. Good people. Yeah, he, he, it, David's good people. I'm glad they have him on the staff. Him and Sean, but David. I mean, I played with David. He's a little bit older than me, but. He's just a great guy. I think he's a great addition to that overall program up there. Yeah. Did you say he's a lot older than you? I think that's what I heard no, you say. No, no, he did. Uh, Jay- <laughs> <laughs> hey, we were in Jay- school together, so I can't say too much. We both have that same amount of gray just about. Uh, yeah, you and I were on campus at the same time, but, but uh, yeah, we staggered it out a little bit. J.J. Joe, the Matt Mosley Show, ESPN Central Texas. Uh, what about the NFL draft, J.J.? The, uh, the Bears uh, – uh, well, the Cowboys obviously twenty sixth uh, pick. This I know you'll be interested in where all those quarterbacks are going. There's going to be a lot of jockeying for position early on. Cowboys could probably wait, and maybe somebody will good come to them. You know, the Ravens always do that. The Steelers do a great job of that. They just kind of let people fall to them. Do you have a? Uh, you're a longtime Cowboys fan. Who That's who right. would you like? What position would you like to see them? address is there anybody and does Bijan robinson excite you at all even though he did play for the uh, school down to the south hey I, i'll tell you i mean Bijan robinson is you know i mean i i started thinking to myself i mean if we could get him i'd be ecstatic i mean I, i'm telling i'm a cowboy fan that right behind well, I, mean, I actually was a cowboy fan before i was a baylor fan but baylor uh a player but but anyway so if we could get him it'd be great uh, I, you know, with Pollard is the only real experienced runner back there, man, you, you, that would put us in a world of hurt if anything happened to him. But I don't think Robinson will last that long. People, they talk about these running backs, Matt. Uh, they're not as useful. You can't spend draft capital on them. But there's certain certain players, I mean, they're football, you got to go get them, right? You either got to go get them uh, or you'll rue the day you didn't go get them. And Bajon, Bajon Robinson is one of those guys. Like Brees Hall, fantastic football players. Yeah, he's he is a boy. He's a great player, boy. Aaron Rodgers, how about that? Going, he'll he'll be uh, he's in Jets land now. It's become official. That'll be really interesting with Brees and and uh, I guess Denzel's still on that roster. Is Denzel yeah, they, they, still? Yeah, they they holding him hostage, man. 
They hold them up and hostage. I, th- I think we need to send a we send need to send the Secretary of State over there to wherever that stadium is in New Jersey and say I'm free Denzel. Right. Yeah, yeah. If you've been out in that part of New Jersey, it is like a foreign land. You know, that's you know I mean? it can it can get a little scary out there. By the way, if they had all these leagues, I mean you I always thought, you know, you were a little bit ahead of your time with all the dual stuff that you did, but you were you had a great arm. Um I, I kinda think about that. XFL, USFL, CFL. I mean, when you were coming out of Baylor, and boy, you got married. I remember you proposed on the field. You were a very right. serious-minded guy who was ready to go be an accountant and do all that and get into business <laughs> and become a banker. But, I mean, right. in this in this world, with this many options, I feel like you would have played some a few years of professional ball. You know, I don't know, man, because I think I, I, mean, I think I was ready. Uh you know, from an athletic standpoint, I was a really, I was a good athlete, but I was not a great athlete, a smaller quarterback, decent arm, but not great arm. And I, I felt like when I got to the end, I remember coach, um, I forgot coach came to me. I don't know if it was Scott Davis. They said, Hey, look, you have any interest in Canada? I was like, nah, dude, I haven't been North of the border before I've been South, but not North. So it, it seems cold. So I said, nah, I'm ready to go to work. So, you know, these leagues now may play, pay a little better, but like, when I was coming out then, I actually had secured a really nice little intern, I mean, job with a then Texas Commerce Bank. That's how far I go back. It's now Chase Bank uh, with J.P. Morgan Chase. And I was ready, man. I, you know, I, I think I was ready to move on. And um, I, I really didn't think I would mad, go play and, say, make 60, 70 grand and, you know, take that beating. Man, I I think you and Melvin could have been a package deal, and and I and I really think. <laughs> well, Melvin think went that to the would... league, though. Remember, Melvin. I went, know he went to the Broncos. Yeah, but Tom Mickey, by the way, played in the CFL. The late great Tom Mickey for several years, and you yep, had yep. every bit the arm uh, and athleticism. Now Tom could run like crazy. He re- he he really was good. But boy, you had everything. Mickey had, uh, so I think you could have done that. But uh, you, you know, you went, you wanted to go make some money. I get that, and you had a good job. That that uh, that makes sense. Hey, there's a Bonner on the uh, Baylor team. Did you notice that? Yeah. And I think he's from yeah. the Houston area. I couldn't help but think of Melvin watching that kid yeah. run around. I think he's playing receiver number twenty four for the Bears. Is it Cameron, yeah, Cameron. Bonner? Yeah. yeah, so I don't know. I don't yeah, know if there's I any relation. I don't relation. think there's any relation. I, okay. I, I, I didn't ask Mel if there's any relation. I don't think there's any. Uh, you know, Melvin was originally from Van Vleck. I mean, that's down that area. Uh, but I don't think there's okay. any relation there. Well, if this kid's good, Melvin will claim him. Melvin will say he's a <laughs> nephew or something like that. He will. That. I'll start saying it on the radio. That's Mel- Melvin's relative. <laughs> yeah. And if you say it on the radio, it has to be true. All right? That's exactly Anything- right. Anything said on these airwaves, it's very, very true. All right, JJ, this was fun. I was kind of excited to get to visit with you. I'm, hey, I know man, you'll be watching. Catch up. Yeah, yeah. Let's uh, let's do it again soon and uh, have a great. Hey, we, they need to tell one of us who's the starting quarterback. I mean, it just dawned on me today. We still don't have an official announcement. So I, I mean, don't think I, there's I, a need, man. I mean, do you think he needs to announce as a starter? Well, I mean, at least just to make it official. I I think. I think obviously they ought to leak it to me and then let me say it on my show. Right? Yeah, it's okay, really what needs to happen. <laughs> I'm with you. I agree with you, Matt. I agree with you. Okay. Thank you. Thank you, JJ. <laughs> Have a great evening. Enjoy the draft, and uh, I'll talk right, to you my soon. Friend.
Take care, Matt. All right, there he goes. J.J. Joe, legendary Baylor quarterback, getting ready for the draft this evening, and always fun to hear him. And he thinks like a lot of us. It's going to be shaping. But uh, I, I think there's a, a lot of reasons to be excited about Sawyer Robertson. The size, the delivery, the uh, just the arm strength. But, the, but, I mean, that's uncoachable when you have size like that. Now, that said, guess Guess what the, the number one overall pick here in an hour or so is going to be? Aaron's going to be a 5'10 guy, like 5'10 and an eighth or 5'10 and a half. That guy's going to be the number one overall pick. Shortest quarterback to be drafted up there pretty high since Russell. Now, Russell didn't get taken until the second or third round, maybe in the second round, and ended up, you know, obviously he's had an incredible career, although he's fallen on hard times lately. But uh, still, these quarterbacks, these coaches love getting the guys with the huge measurables. It's kind of funny, though, that Sean Bell loves these tall kids so much when Sean Bell played quarterback at about six foot, if you gave him an inch. Now, I think Sean... I was I was next to Sean just the other day. Sean's probably every bit of six foot, but he was not. He's five eleven or six foot. But these quarterback coaches love tall, angular, big time pocket passers um, that look like Sawyer Robertson. And uh, I think Baylor's in good shape with Blake Shapen and Sawyer Robertson. All right, Aaron. Thank you for. I feel like you gave me some extra time today. I love that. I mean, I'll go. I'll shoot right through the 6 o'clock hour if you don't watch it. Now, we are going to have pre-draft coverage coming up, and, uh, and we'll have the, uh, the NFL draft live coverage. You'll hear the entire draft on ESPN Central Texas this evening, ESPN Radio's coverage of that. All right, the dismount is next. The West Virginia Mountaineers are headed to Waco for a three-game series at Baylor Ballpark this weekend. Games Friday at 6.30, Saturday at 2, and Sunday at 11 a.m. for the Bears and the Mountaineers from Baylor Ballpark this weekend. Baylor Big 12 Baseball, this weekend from Baylor Ballpark with Derek Smith and Ryan Boyd, right here on ESPN Central Texas. There are lots of reasons to own a golf car. Get around the neighborhood, cruising the lake at campground. Perfect for light duty on the farm or work site. And you can't run a festival without a golf cart. Oh, yeah, and golf cars are pretty great for playing golf, too. There's lots of reasons to own a golf cart, but only one best place to buy one. Mission Golf Cars in Waco off Highway 6 at Bagby has the largest selection of easy-go golf cars for sale, rent, lease, or repairs in Central Texas. Check us out online at missiongolfcars.com. And remember, at Mission Golf Cars, quality always comes standard. A bank in any town USA treats everyone like... Well, anyone. At Central National Bank, we provide Central Texans with a different kind of banking. We believe in people over processes, listening over telling, and helping our customers over helping ourselves. Come to Central National Bank and experience the difference. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC.
Make your vehicle look and run like new again at CNC Collision Center. They're your locally owned and operated location for paint and body repairs, frame straightening, spray and bed liners, and wheel alignments. CNC Collision Center offers free estimates, and they'll also come to you for vehicle pickup and delivery. Have your car restored to its original beauty at CNC Collision Center, 5849 North Highway 6 in Spiegelville, at cccollisioncenter.com and on Facebook. Richard Carr is loaded with GMC Sierra trucks. Make your best deal in years. Step up to premium grade GMC Sierra and save thousands at Richard Carr. Right now, qualified buyers get 2.9% financing and $3,000 in savings on most new 2023 GMC Sierra SLE and SLT 1500s in stock. Call now, get here now, or log on now to richardcarr.com and drive home your new GMC Sierra today. See dealer for details. At Richard Carr, we give you more. It's time now for the dismount on the Matt Mosley Show on ESPN Central Texas. All right, let's see if we have any late-breaking news we need to share with you. Hadn't even really had a chance to talk about the fact that Lamar Jackson was signed to a five-year contract extension with the Ravens, becomes the richest deal in the history of the NFL. Now, you can make the numbers dance any way you want, but still, an unbelievable deal that uh, um, Lamar Jackson's, Aaron, his five-year deal, this is according to Schefter, Adam Schefter of ESPN, is worth $260 million, including $185 million guaranteed. Um, on an average per year basis, it makes Jackson the NFL's new highest paid player. Wow. Wow. You know, I'm glad. I hated that he was just hanging out there, but I am really glad that he's uh, been taken care of now. All right. It is the Matt Mosley Show. Thank you, Aaron. And uh, stay tuned for our coverage of the NFL draft. And, uh, of course, we got that 104.9, got Crawford softball over there. Everybody have a great evening. We'll talk to you soon. It's time now for today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Modern Media, your full-service advertising agency. Here's John Morris. Everybody, it's time for a check of Big 12 Athletics on today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Coming up, round one of the NFL Draft comes up tonight. We'll see which Big 12 players may go in the first round. Not likely this evening, but more likely tomorrow, Baylor's Apu Ika may be a hot item in the second round tomorrow. We'll hear from him straight ahead on today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. Hey folks, John Morris for the Brunerado family. If you're thinking about a Chevrolet, Chrysler, Buick, Dodge, GMC, Jeep, Cadillac, Toyota, or quality pre-owned vehicle, visit Brunerado.com. Bruner serves all of Texas with delivery to your location. Now Baylor fans get the Bruner Advantage at no additional cost with every new vehicle purchase. A lifetime powertrain certificate and much, much more. Only at Bruner Auto Family at Brunerado.com. Your family since 1928. If you like the Baylor gear John's wearing, check it out at the Baylor Bookstore or 24-7 online at BaylorShop.com. Hello, this is Coach Glenn Moore inviting you to one of our Baylor softball camps this summer. We'll have elite hitting and elite pitching camps on June 13th, our summer prospect camp June 14th, then our Cub camp for ages 9 to 11 on June 15th. 
Our popular overnight camp is June 18th through 21st, and it is filling up fast. For more details or to sign up, contact Megan Diaz at 281-660-2680 or go to BaylorBears.com. Let's rejoin JMO for today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz, exclusively on ESPN Central Texas, the flagship station for Baylor Athletics. And welcome back. First round of the NFL Draft comes up tonight from Kansas City, Mo. Second and third rounds tomorrow, four through seven, to wrap up the draft on Saturday. A likely second-day draftee, and the first off the board from Baylor is defensive lineman Apu Ika, who we visited with on Baylor's Pro Day a month ago, and he first talked about no coaches looking over his shoulder having to prepare on his own. A little bit. Um, I feel like now, if anything, it, it may be a little harder. You know, um, like you said, it's just it's all on us as players. Whatever we want to get out of this whole process, it comes down to what we put into it. You know, we don't have coaches behind us telling us to do what needs to be done and stuff. So it's a matter of growing up and taking it upon yourself to be a pro. But I mean, I feel like everyone here, this is where we want to be and this is what we wanted to do. So that it's not we don't have too much trouble with that part um, I mean it's easy for us to to want to do all of this to want to be here so <laughs> are there any players currently in the league who you watch the last few years look up to or kind of model your game after I would have to say uh, Vita Vea uh, he plays no tackle for the Bucks mm-hmm. more of because he's a, a Tongan a Tongan like me um, that's what really made me you know pay attention to him you know someone who is just like me, you know, doing what I want to do. And then um, just what he did for our position, you know, people look at the nose guard position differently now because of him. Um, They look at people who could bring what he brings to the table. He's pretty much changed the game for us, so definitely someone I focused on. That's former Baylor defensive lineman Apu Ika, most likely a second-day draftee in the NFL draft. And that's today's Modern Media Big 12 Buzz. More tomorrow. I'm John Morris. It's a calling that's kept us free. It's a place to belong. What's the calling? Being a member of the Air Force Reserve. It's doing a job that makes a difference. Serving your community and your country. It's part-time service where the impact is full-time. And the experience, education, and other benefits you receive can enhance your civilian career and your